rolling. We're podcasting. Well, I'm podcasting. Tries reading a book over there while we're supposed to be podcasting. Yeah, you know me. I always look for book recommendations, Trice. What I do recommend this book <laughs> right here. My second co-authoring. Thanks Number two. to you. <laughs> Number two. The Playbook of Champions has arrived, Travis. Yeah, boy. Look at this thing. It's glowing. Playbook of Champions. Hardcover here. Looks beautiful on the coffee table. Mm-hmm. And that's just the beginning. <laughs> By far the longest book. Uh, I, it's weird. I can't. It's hard to say that we wrote this book. We didn't, right. There's very little writing right. that we did in it. And, well, what writing that did happen, you did more of it. Did the forward. But one of the forward. <laughs> me and you both so wrote both forward. Forwards, yeah. And then little, each player got a little bio. And so the way, for the listeners who can't see the book, uh, it's uh it's a big hardcover kind of coffee table style book. It's called Playbook of Champions that you can get on Amazon today and Barnes and Noble and wherever else you get your books. And what it is is a compilation of the last five years of our podcast. So any guest that we had 2023 and onward was not included in the Playbook of Champions or I never would have, it would have just been constantly updating right. and it never would have gotten published. So yeah. we had a hard cut at five years. But I think the funniest thing was because I was just going back and transcribing old episodes, and this book was your idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And it was uh, Brittany Hochever's podcast. Ah. And I forget what number she was, but she was early. Early, yeah, yeah. I early on. on it was table. This is Kitchen Table, right. Brittany Hochever, and you were saying, man, we should put together a book like Tools of Titans. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like... What a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Guess that idea stuck. See, I can just throw stuff out all Dude, the time. Getting it like volleyball it from happen, milkshakes is your you idea. <laughs> <laughs> so volleyball from milkshakes was your idea. And then this was your idea. Although now that now that Austin I have a kid, I realized what you were looking for with volleyball from milkshakes. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we still go for the uh pre preschooler uh Yeah book you we know? can still get it we went that one was like elementary level <laughs> it just organically turned into it what did. it was it did i think that's the best way to do anything really yeah but yeah no i mean i've always liked that book tools of titans i thought it was just so valuable and like also you don't have to like sit down and read a whole book right sorry about our construction going on outside the studio is really getting a makeover so <laughs> yeah. you know we're, we're continuing to build <laughs> Um, but I mean, this kind of nails it. Yeah. Like you really just can go to the cap- table of contents, look through the list of athletes, which ones excite you? Uh, who do you wonder about? Like, Oh, I've never heard this person's name. Like, you know, if you're an avid beach volleyball fan, you probably know 95% of these people, hundred percent. If you're been listening to the podcast for five years. Yeah. Um, but there's so many people from different levels of the game, not people that have only succeeded on the court. Um, and so you can just go through the contents, pick a player, jump to that page, read it, and then go back to the contents, pick another player. That's how I love to read the book. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I'm just so stoked that we pulled it off. And like at the end of the day, when your brain's fried or whatever and you don't want to follow a narrative or try to follow a story, you can just open up to in the middle of this thing and find Tim Brewster and go through his page or two or whatever it may be. And that's it. And so the concept 
if you haven't read Tools of Titans, we basically just took all the golden nuggets from every guest that we have had in the first five years. So that was 2017 through 2022. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many guests it was because we're at 309 episodes right now. So a couple hundred guests yeah. are in there, ranging all the way from April Ross to Tim Brewster to Brett Favre. So we yeah, cover a pretty wild. wide spectrum. Exactly. <laughs> we got the first 180, 190 pages are in the contents. You're going to see it's the players. And then the players who have gone beyond being players, the next section is the legends. So you can look under the name of legends and go read their uh, sections. And then the coaches and then the community. Yeah, and so the community, and a lot of these, it was tough to figure out who went where sometimes. Right. Because where do you put a Jose Loyola, who was a player, who was a coach, and he's a legend. And he's the, the community. You, yeah, and he's the whole USA community. Although, congrats to Jose, just got the uh, UCLA assistant job. Yeah. So, I'm assuming the USA head job will probably be open. Yeah, it is. It is available. Um, so, like, with a lot of that, I had to figure out who went where. Mm-hmm. So, for Brandon Joyner, I, I, I almost felt kind of bad. I put him in the community section because mm-hmm. he, I think his impact in the game is biggest as the better at beach community and right. the leader of that with him and Burek. Yep. I don't know where I put Burek if he is in, cause Burek has a better resume as a player. Burek's in the players. He's probably, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. everything, it's not super cut and dry, but uh-huh. the community was, was pretty fun because that's where the Greg Delgado's, the Ed Keller's, yep. all the people who were doing things like the Cameron Irwin's, Mark Kevin Pa-Luhi. Barnett's. Yeah. Mark Pa'aluhi, um, yep. all those guys. And then you had the legends and the players. It, it's just, it was really fun to put together because Mikael Jenkins, yeah, there's Finn your boy, Taylor, mm-hmm. yep, and you get Dave Mays, like 1440. Dave Mays, it was fun. It's a, it's a little time capsule, dude, totally. And like, so every episode that we've done, I've been a part of twice anyway. So mm-hmm. I host it with you, and then I would have gone back and listened to it because every podcast comes a little write up in volleyball mag, and so I'll listen to them, pull quotes from it, and write a story from it. Yeah. But then going back through and transcribing them again, I forgot like so many, like uh-huh. 90% of all the episodes. Yeah. So it was so fun to go back and listen to April's episode in 2017 when she picked up Alex Kleinman. Right. Like, this was awesome. The premonition. Yeah. And <laughs> she just predicted everything that would happen. And then what I started doing was... I need to go back and listen to our first episode. Buddha try. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun one. I was at in my life at that point. <laughs> yeah. I was in a very different place. You looked a lot different. I too. did, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think but, the this shot from the this shot uh, on the back of the book, yeah, is from the kitchen table. That so was one of the OG podcasts, and maybe do you remember which one? That might have been like that was, might have been day it, one, the initial yeah. one, right? I think it was. So perfect photo to pick. That's Buddha try. Right <laughs> That's Buddha try right there. <laughs> but what I started doing was after when I would transcribe certain episodes and I hadn't talked to people in a while, yeah. I would just send them a little snippet, a quote that they had said, and be like, "Hey, I just trans like this is what we're doing. Just transcribed your episode, and I just wanted to share it. Like I thought you'd enjoy it. And the reactions from people were so cool. Yeah, I remember sending it to Caitlin Ledoux, and it was just something about if you never go all in, like you'll never know 
what's going to happen and that she doesn't want to, she wants to keep pushing herself. Right. And she's since retired and gotten into real estate and she has three kids now. And she was like, you have no idea how badly I needed to hear that. Uh, and it was just like advice from her, her younger right. self was like talking to her. It's, it's it was interesting cool. how wise you can be some, like so much wiser than you think you are. Mm -hmm. Like when, but when you cut out like all the BS that we all, are spouting all the time. That's why it's yeah. nice to have you around sometimes. You <laughs> remind me, like, you actually said something decent at one point. And I was like, oh, nice. Right on. Thanks for remembering. <laughs> um, but that's basically what this is. Like, we took the highlight of each person's episode. The whole point of the podcast from day one was to allow each guest to kind of own their own episode, right? Like, yeah. we're not really going to steer the narrative as much as let you take it where you want to take it. Let the let you have a opportunity to present yourself your brand to the fan base to the other players tell your story so that when you go out on the court or when you're out there in the community or whatever it is you know the legends are more like giving back um it's your authentic brand yeah and you can be more yourself and be more whatever you want to be and um that's the cool thing about the book is we just kind of took like, what was your biggest nugget of knowledge or even a story, um, habits, whatever it is. And we just put it all in one book and it's just like, dude, this is, this is going to be one of the more valuable things. Like looking back, let's say the podcast goes under next year, which it won't <laughs> like, we're going to have this book to like, yeah. be like, damn, this is sick. And, and look how much we learned as well from, for us. It's like, if I sit here and talk to every athlete, over the years, like I'm going to absorb and learn stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it's worked for sure, but I've, I've done pretty well for myself and I feel like I'm always learning and I'm so much better than I was before. And I think a lot of it has to do with taking an hour, two hours each week to like talk and have conversations and ask questions with these people. So super valuable. I think podcasting is, has been the greatest cheat code just I to life podcasting. in general. Yeah. Cause you just get, it's just an, it's like the greatest win-win where we get to pull on the best people mm -hmm. at what they do yeah. and just ask them how they do what they do. Not, not even only hosting <laughs> podcasts, but re, uh, listening to them. Yeah. It's like reading. It's, it's like education. another, another way to read books. Yeah. You know, books are one thing they're still available, but like podcasts are freaking amazing. Yeah. And that's why everyone always asks if I do books on if I do audiobooks yet, I'm like, no, I, I like reading books and then I get podcasts. That's like yeah. sort of my continued education. Yeah. Is how it, I look at and it. And it's more of an entertaining read of it. Like when you get that guy reading the book, like, chapter one, <laughs> I went yeah. to the water fountain and drank. Yeah. Then, you know, you're like, oh, yeah. God, like this is going to be a long road trip. Yeah. Versus people just being real and raw and having conversation where you feel like you're a part of the conversation um, is huge. Yeah. And also, just another thing that was your idea, the whole podcast was your idea. Hey. <laughs> people. See, I got ideas. Actually, I just need you to grab them out of my head. <laughs> that was one of the questions, a fan question that we didn't get to last time was how this podcast came to be. Mm. And for the listeners who are newer to the show, which we're having a lot. We've set a monthly download load record three months in a row. Hell yeah. And before, it hadn't been broken in like a year. And so this year, for whatever reason, we have a ton of new listeners. Um, and so for the new listeners, how it started, I did 
I started writing for Volleyball Magazine in 2016, and I was working on my first book, uh, We Were Kings, and Try was one of my first interviews. I think mm-hmm. you were in Toronto with Haydn, where I'd just gotten back. I think I, I, think I was back. I and I, back. I was living in Newport Beach, and we talked for like an hour and a half. Uh. And I remember my girlfriend at the time, I like hung up and was like, just talk to Tribal <laughs> for an hour and a half. That's hilarious. <laughs> and then you got your autoimmune disease, uh-huh. um, and you got the idea to start a podcast. And you're like, I'm a really good player. This guy's the only journalist type in the sport. I think we would be a pretty good team. Yeah. So we met at the Ocean Diner. Yeah. And then I think October of 2017 – Drop the boo to try. October. So it was right when I got back from my wedding. Yeah. You were honeymoon. F- fresh back from Bali. Yeah. <laughs> in straight vacay Buddha mode. <laughs> yeah. And you were like meditating 45 minutes a day. Yeah. I went for that. I did like almost an hour a day for 21 days. Yeah. Which is impressive. Especially, I mean, for anyone, but especially for you because you're like a dude. fidgety dude. Oh, well, yeah. They, they wouldn't let me uh, work out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was in a great headspace actually. As bad as that time was, the like mindfulness and awareness and yeah. like contentment that I was able to like tap into by going like super meditative was like cheat code. Yeah, and that was it started. I didn't this. know you before then, so all I knew was just, all, you knew, all you know, I knew was boot and try. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, he's really calm. And then the last few years, you're like, oh, this guy's losing. He's intense. It. <laughs> he's really intense. <laughs> yeah, pretty but, much. But since starting the podcast, like I can do pretty much like a little tree of all the opportunities I've gotten, and almost all of them have started in some way or another from either volleyball magazine or the podcast, right. which are now pretty much intertwined. Right. And because commentating, so epic. I got a call from Volleyball World, and they're like, "Hey, we need commentators bad." And this was a couple of weeks before Tlaxcala mm. last year. And like, you seem to be pretty adept at talking about beach volleyball. You know the players because of the podcast. Right. If you want to give it a go. And I was like, sure. Perfect. And so now my favorite job that I have right now is started from the podcast. Hell yeah. And so many other opportunities came from it. We got a bunch of partners. Yeah. Sponsorships with the podcast. And a new one sitting on top Wilson right yeah, now. Yeah, we got some shades, by the way. Gooder. They're much gooder <laughs> than what you're wearing. G O O D R. They're yeah, gooder than yours. We got some some shades over here. Our Wilson's repping. Sorry about the construction. So this sounds like he's just knocking st- on the wall. I know. New studio. Yeah, yeah. we're building. <laughs> we're actually going up. We're going to a second story of the <laughs> the pod. That'd be sick with the uh, ocean view. <laughs> yeah. Whoo. Well, we have an expensive studio. Yeah, we do. And the waves have been good for uh, <laughs> for years. <laughs> same wave. Yeah, same wave. That that left is always firing. Um, but yeah. But with with you and the podcast, so I have a distinct advantage in answering this question because yeah. I, I went through and transcribed all these. But right. is there are there episodes from the past five years mm. that stand out to you as either particularly memorable? one that you learned a lot from right let me see let me yeah let me, take a look let me go through this contents you know it's funny that came up our uh episode with the crabs and nick and sandra yeah 
it's still like it was, it was just the most unforgettable that hard oh my gosh on like a freaking live podcast when trevor was, was telling the story about golf and he was like and i went oh my back went oh <laughs> <laughs> no when he no when he's like and so when i heard that uh, i was like oh no baby brother <laughs> taylor's like you did and not everyone was just like bust out laughing just like there's no way you asked even if yeah. taylor was okay Man, and having having Nick in the room was easily perfect. he made that episode yeah. so much better. He was standing next to Jake oh in my Tokyo when he made gosh, the call. Gosh, he was so funny. We had the per we had all the angles covered. Yeah, from that one, we had the 360 view of Tokyo. But Nick came out and ran a couple USA practices I heard last Nick week. Nick was here. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, where's my call? Because he's in town for uh, all those juniors ah. and recruiting and stuff and. Um, because he's the assistant at Florida State, yeah. at Brooke. And so he ran two USA practices, and it was so funny. He comes in, and we're like an hour in. He looks around to see what drill to do next. And Fiapo and Jose just bailed. <laughs> Nick was like, I was just supposed to be an arm, guys. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. And so he just made up like two of the best practices I've had in years. I could see that. Nick just like, boom, boom, like just made it up as he went, and it was he's awesome. He's always had those like, like brings a great energy. tricky, like where you have to like, mentally challenge yourself a little yeah. bit i feel like he's always been into those kind of drills yeah. over here and then you gotta do that but then there's another ball and then yeah. you gotta stay in this section and nick's was, episode was great actually it was funny because i texted brooke niles because mm-hmm. she's in town as well and to see if we could get her back on the podcast because as far as college content goes we're very heavily slanted towards usc and ucla just because they're here yeah and we're trying to do as much in person as we can because zoom just kind of sucks right and brooke was like well do i get to drink whiskey on the episode like nick did and i was like brooke you can drink whatever uh, you want yeah. <laughs> it's on the you house got a, we got a fresh bottle for you 100 <laughs> <Yeah>. percent, <laughs> dude the fact that i'm looking at brett Favre's name in here <laughs> that's up there on the list for I sure uh, i i'm so bummed but, that i missed that one i don't know where i was yeah i forget we're going to take a quick break from the show, not just any break. This is the Waiakea water break. Now, Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long, not just with any ordinary water. This is Hawaiian volcanic water. In all those bottles you saw, what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic. So what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches, waterways, and cities. So they're not just keeping us hydrated. They're helping out the environment, too. And try, that's not the only cool thing they're doing. That's right. They're giving back to those in Hawaii through the Kokua Initiative, which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there. Another really cool thing is that they make coffee. I'm a big coffee fan, so I'm excited to drink this product. And for every pound of coffee purchased, Waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program. So use promo code SANCAST online at waikia.com to receive 20% off your order. You can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waiakea.com. This podcast is also brought to you by AG1. That's right. It is the absolute best nutritional supplement on, on the planet. No question about it. Try and I, we push our immune systems to the absolute limit. Try is traveling all over the place. I have a newborn, so I'm not sleeping, and yet... 
We're both always healthy, and that's honestly because we start our days with AG1 every single day. It's the first thing I do. I make my morning coffee. I put a scoop of AG1 right into a little mixture, throw some creatine in there as well, drink that first thing in the morning, and my immune system is off the charts. I've been healthy ever since we started using this, which is about two years that we've been sponsored by AG1. I started drinking it because I knew when I was on the road, I needed to get my veggies in. AG1 is the absolute perfect supplement for that. It is a daily habit. I drink it literally every single day. Try does too. We've got a little travel package that we bring on the road with us. It is the Number one supplement for nutrition. All great athletes have one thing in common. They take care of their bodies, and a huge part of that starts with optimizing whole body health. And that's exactly what we do. It has 75 high-quality ingredients that give me the key daily nutrition and support energy, focus, strength, clarity, you name it. I write with it. I podcast with it. I commentate with a lot more clarity because of it. And yes, I stay healthy on the court because of it. Now, if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packets with your first purchase. So go to drinkag1.com slash sandcast. I'll say that one more time. That is drinkag1.com slash sandcast to get your deal today. So check it out. It's honestly... The best supplement I've ever tried, and I've tried an awful lot, AG1 is the only way to go. This podcast is also brought to you by Wilson Volleyball, the greatest volleyball on the planet. There's no doubt about it. I know there's a a couple different manufacturers out there, but Wilson is number one. The NCAA uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. The AVP uses it because they know Wilson makes the best product. We love it here in the United States. We love it on the AVP tour, and we're seeing it infiltrate a bunch of domestic tours all over the world. You know why? Because Wilson makes the absolute best ball in the world. It's great. It's weatherproof. you got the optics, spin technology, so you can be passing jump serves as well as Try does. I'd say I do, but I don't pass jump serves as well as Try does. He's been winning tournaments because he's been training with Wilsons, and it's time to get your restock middle of the summer. Summer's just getting started here in the U.S., and so the beaches are going to be open. There's volleyball to be played, and it is to be played with a Wilson volleyball. So put in an order using our discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's Sandcast-20. That'll get you 20% off all Wilson orders. That's huge. So get your volleyballs, get your ball carts, get your ball bags, get all of your Wilson equipment today using Sandcast-20 at Wilson Volleyball. And then, well, what was funny is that that episode ended up being like, ended up giving us some notoriety because that got put on a bunch of ESPN yeah, podcasts. Yeah, they pulled a bunch of clips from Sandcast and put on their podcast. Like, Brett Favre appeared on a Peach Volleyball podcast. I'm sure you haven't heard of it. but. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it was that whole drama at Southern Mass. I don't know if that's been worked out yet. but Yeah. The, the timing of that episode was yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> I'm seeing... Uh, I thought the Finn Taylor episode was good because it's just like interesting to hear from him and yeah. like what his vision was before he actually got to implement anything yeah i'd more be interested to like hear what he has to say i'd like now. to have him back on yeah because now he's i'm in like town what about this up. what about that yeah there's all that anyway mikhail was awesome mikhail was good she, we gotta she, have mikhail back on the only thing is I'm, ready. I'm, I'm nervous to go back up to mikhail because yeah, we gotta should, do we gotta do the workout first i'm like <laughs> oh man but when we went i had the flu do you remember that 
No. Oh, I was no, so you're sick. Struggling. Yeah. That's right. Cam's been struggling. So yeah. <laughs> it'll make you feel better. Michael Gervais. I know. That was a great one because I just was like, oh, I gotta. Yeah. Because I listen to his podcast all the time. I was like, yeah, I gotta ask all the questions that I'm like thinking in my head every time I listen to yeah. his. That's one thing. Um, we had a fan. One of our fan questions asked about how you like stepped up your game in a recent episode. But when we have like a Karch, a Hav, a Michael Gervais, a Gabby oh, yeah. Reese, where you're freaking like dialed, where you know like Michael Gervais, I can get, I can learn a lot <laughs> yeah. from you. And yeah. I just get, I sit back and I'm like, damn, try these are good questions. Nice. <laughs> I'm glad. We got a good one too, you know? We do. We ham and egg it real well. Dude. Yeah. And you're super good with all other episodes and like bringing in all this journalistic information <laughs> and knowledge yeah. and god we work well together hildebrand was good hildebrand he's just was smart dude uh, he's a top ten. you could just listen to him and you're like oh that's a volleyball mind right yeah there. i sent him a bunch of his quotes and he was like whenever you want to have me back on ready to go ah, like that, that'll be soon that'll be worth it yeah uh lamborn's always a good chat oh he's so funny brett Favre. you know we need to get back on is casey pat we didn't even have him in person, I don't think. I know. It was a Zoom. Kent Steffes. Kent that, was a good that one. That was like, oh, this is Kent Steffes. Like, now I know what it is. Yeah. Like, the dragon came out of his cave. Phil Dahlhauser. Sneaky, yeah. funny, like, oh witty, like, gosh. good conversation. So For a quiet funny. guy. Yeah. Sneaky, good conversation. And he was on, Geeter like, was, three we times. We need to get Geeter back Geeter, on. Geeter, I uh, sent Geeter one of his quotes because he, I sent him the one where he talks about when Clay Thompson was in a slump. And Clay was just like, he jumped in the Pacific Ocean, came back, and uh -huh. that was like one of the times where he had like a 30-point quarter. Right. And a reporter asked him, what'd you do? He goes, oh, I just topped in the Pacific Ocean, played some volleyball. Right. And they're like, no, what'd you do? He goes, no, the Pacific Ocean has magical powers, I promise. Yeah. And Geeter talked about that, and I sent him that, and he was like, dude, would love to come back on. Oh, it was so fun just catching up with all these people. Dude, yeah, exactly. There's so many more people, too. Yeah. Geeter, Riley was always fun. Geeter's stories... Oh my gosh! About driving in to Stadium Court on a Harley. Oh yeah, you just hit record when he's <laughs> when he's going. You just hit record. They were so funny. <laughs> oh man, we had Norway on real early. Yeah, so it's interesting to see because they had so much success since then. Yeah. Ugh. Habits, routines, and stories of Olympians, champions, and world-class athletes. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about, people. And then that's. That's your boy on the cover. Yeah, we didn't steal the AVP logo. If you look closely, I'm always wearing a hat. So yep. you can see there's a hat on that guy. And what's what's funny is that now that I look at the AVP logo, I'm like, why doesn't the guy have a hand? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw, oh, really? like, when I saw this logo, I was like, it's very different because there's a hand there. And then I look at the AVP logo, I'm like, this guy just has a club. Right. <laughs> what's Pretty wrong with this job. poor guy? <laughs> Yeah, and that one arm's just real straight <laughs> yeah. before he hits it. And, like, one thing yeah. is for it to be straight on the pull-through, like at some point, but he's like ready to hit. Yeah. Oh, my God. That technique. We had we needed a new logo. We did. The Jerry West of Sandcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, we, we did make the decision to make it like more of a coffee table book and cover. So, like, you can legitimately buy this thing as a gift and like leave it out 
and uh it's something that yeah. obviously people can just flip through and read a little set one section here and there while they're waiting on the toilet if you want that's, probably, <laughs> that's actually a good place to it's leave it probably as well. a good one yeah but my point being it'll look good too yeah it is a good looking cover i was pretty happy with how everything turned out because we the first two books I did, I did with a traditional publisher, and I hated it because mm. you have to give up so much control. Right. And you also give up a humongous percentage of your royalties. Mm. And for this one, you get to control like the interior design. I was, I was really happy with how it turned That's out. sick. And I've used the same interior designer for the last couple of books. And, and there's <laughs> just flipped to Chase Pottinger. He has a hilarious story about dunking over P. Diddy. Oh, that's... Yeah. That's one of my f- more favorite things to know that... Chase is in the league. <laughs> Chase is one of us, and he did that. <laughs> yeah. It's so it, it was fun. It was just fun going back through. It's easy to forget the conversations that you had yeah. with all these people. And yeah. some of it was funny because you could see – actually, Trevor's first one, when he was playing with Rosie, and we were just talking about different – what his future might look like. He's like, I might split block. I might play defense. Like, I think I could go to the Olympics as a defender. And this was before he had played any defense. Wild. And he's like, I think my next thing is going to split block, which came true. He split block right. with you. And now he's going for the Olympics as a defender. Right. And I was like, geez, Trev. You should pull out all the, all the predictions. Yeah. Well, what, it's actually helped a lot. He didn't throw out any guarantees with, in that one? No guarantees. <laughs> this is pre, pre-Trev guarantee guy. Gotcha. But it's actually helped a lot with a lot of the storytelling I do writing from events. Mm. Because I can pull stuff. Now I have it like all on the top of my head where I can just pull stuff. Like Trevor said this in 2018. Right. Now we're here. Yeah. And it helps because a lot of it, like when you well, guys you are have in Latvia. To give credit to the podcast. You know, even I always link to it. Uh, <laughs> on the uh, Sandcast podcast. On the Sandcast podcast. Like <laughs> they said that X years ago on the podcast. On the podcast. And then I linked to it. It's It's been funny to see how many, one, how many things have come true. Mm. And on the flip side, how many people were like all in and then just disappeared. Huh. And I'll use, I'll go back to Caitlin Ledoux. Yeah. And she was like all, she talked a lot about going for Paris, but Caitlin's been out of the game for a while. Right. I think in COVID also took a lot of that. Yeah. Like all of our pre COVID guests, a lot of their big dreams. I feel like the whole going all in thing is it's great. And it really means I'm going to go all in and decide I'm either going to do it or not. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm just going to hang around and be wishy-washy about it, which is why you're going to see half the people that went all in are like, I'm out Yeah. kind of thing, which I, I think is a good way to go about it. Unless you are a lifestyle person, like you love the lifestyle of it and you're going to yeah. hang around and kind of dabble here, make whatever you can and, but make up for it with your side job or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the all in people is just like all in or all out. Yeah. <laughs> Some people aren't meant to be all in. Yeah. I'm more of the all in person. Yeah. And you've made it work, but you also know what it takes to be all in to make it work. Right. Like a lot of people when they just like dive in, cause you know, like you've learned to be good with sponsors. Mm. You've learned that having a platform aside from prize money is pretty key. Right. And not that this podcast is a huge platform, but for our sport, it's decent. Yeah. And it's built a pretty good brand for yourself. Yeah. But a lot of people, I think, will go all in before having done the sort of recon necessary. There has to be intention behind it. You have to, like, keep, uh, 
re-upping your the intention behind it and the plan behind yeah. it you know it's not like oh i i did this to get here now i'm just gonna stay right here and keep doing the same stuff so yeah you know, now you have to figure out how to move forward from here now you have to figure out to move, how to move forward from here yeah and doing the small things before they start paying off is what makes you grow in the long run yeah you know? actually you wrote something really similar in your forward how you thought that once you went all the sponsors would just come like throwing money at triborn right. and then maddie and riley come along qualifier guys and they're now sponsored by wilson because right. they have this youtube channel and you're like hey <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm here winning. Right. But Maddie and Riley are being recognized by everyone. Right. And then that was seemed to be sort of a light bulb moment for you. I think uh it w- that was a little bit after, I'd say when Maddie and Riley came out. It was it was more like I was just trying to figure out how to how does sponsorships work and like understand the business of it. Like I just wanted to understand it and think my best skill was really like having a deep understanding that I didn't know much. I think that's always been a strength of mine. It's just being like, even if it's like playing dumb. Yeah. Like if you always like act like you don't know, you don't have the answers and there's always so much more to know. You're always going to gain so much Mm -hmm. knowledge and all that. So I've always been really open to it. And I think other people are kind of like, Oh, I got the business side of it down. I got this down. Yeah, I get it. And then they just like stunt their growth. So from day one, I was just like, I want to learn it. Like, yeah. Let me know. I'm asking people and trying to figure out what path to go. And then I know how, once I see something that, that I think might work or that would be worth investing, all these good things are like investments, right? Nothing just pays off in day one. Right. Um, so I think that's what it, it came down to was like, and then seeing that early on, like, oh, the playing isn't what's paying for these sponsorships. If you're Phil Dahlhauser, okay, yeah. Yeah. If you're the old, and and they're the older generation, I kind of separated myself from the older generation as well, because I was like, I was pretty much the first out of like the guys. I was the first one doing Instagram, and like kind of making it part of the brand. Yeah. My own brand, and because I, I was like, oh, I'll do like GoPro stuff and like do all this, because yeah. I kind of was tapped into social, whereas the older guys were just like, no, that's right. that's stupid, not doing that. Um, so I kind of was ahead of the curve a little bit there, at least got a head start. Yeah. And then, yeah, when the McKibbins and them came in, I was like, whoa, like YouTube, like all this, all the platforms, like we really need to invest in like understanding these things. Mm -hmm. And I've always known that Riley's and Maddie have been like so much smarter than me and all that. So I've just (laughs) been trying to learn from them. Um, but yeah, it's cool. And the podcast has been fun because it's just sort of our experimental thing like right. we just whatever we want to work on like the whole reason that i started the little road to paris series mm-hmm. was just because i wanted to work i wanted to practice hosting a studio show and there you go people seem to enjoy it it's mm-hmm. making me a, a way better commentator yeah. because now i have to know mm-hmm. every in and out of the olympic race who's getting points who's moving yep. and now i have to figure out oh well, asian champs is this weekend now i gotta follow along that which shout to the aussies they won again that was gnarly they beat Sharif and Ahmed. Making me feel better like, about damn, my loss. Dudes. Yeah, they went off. They've been going off. Back to back goals. But yeah, it's it's awesome. And we figured out, like I said, it helped me earn a commentating job that's turned out way better and way more fun than I ever thought it would 
and, and it's, it's just, just all skill sets we get to practice here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the beginning. I think, I mean, it's, it goes into a lot of the things that the players, the people have said in the book is just like kind of following that like joy and passion that you find yeah. in something. And then it doesn't feel like work. Like I don't do much extra stuff outside of volleyball. <laughs> so for me to do this every single week yeah. and like enjoy like building up the studio and the brand and like all that, and we don't pay ourselves. Right. Like we haven't paid ourselves in like four years. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, just to do it just for fun and never be like, frick, I got a podcast. Like, right. damn it. I have a, we have a guest coming in and it's never that. So yeah, super lucky for it. And hopefully, hopefully eventually, you know, it's pulling in millions for us. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until then we'll just enjoy ourselves. Small, but mighty. We're going to take a second to give a shout out to a new sponsor of the show. It is the Sostware tournament in Navarre Beach, Florida, one of the prettiest places I have ever played beach volleyball. Now, why are we advertising for a tournament? It's on July 21st through 23rd in Navarre Beach, Florida, and they have put together a $17,000 prize purse. Yes, that's right, $17,000. The winners split $5,000 each, which is significantly more than if you win an AVP Tour Series. So, Software has put together a very competitive prize purse. And then on top of that, the next day on Sunday, they're putting together a co-ed fours. Minimum one girl is required. And the winners of that split three grand. So you could pop down to Florida, one of the most beautiful places I've ever played, win a couple tournaments, and bam, you're splitting eight grand with your buddies. That sounds like a good weekend to me. Now, you've got to be on top of it, though, because registration for men's and women's doubles ends on July 14th, 2023. You can go to Sostware.com for player sign-up, all the tournament information you need. That's at Sostware.com. Registration ends July 14th. The Low Division Force Co-Ed also has a $1,000 prize. So even if you're not up to that open professional level that this tournament is going to be attracting, there's still plenty of fun for you to have and a couple bucks to win. Now, it's Software and Navarre Beach Tattoo Company. They've partnered on in this venture, so a special thank you must go out to Juana's Pagodas, where I first learned how to play beach volleyball. Love that place. Special thanks to them for hosting the tournament and Navarre Beach Tattoo Company for providing a lot of the sponsorship, as well as Juana's, Navarre Beach Tattoo Company, Software, Bulldog Beach, Trash Can Unlimited, Select Physical Therapy. They are all sponsoring this event there are still vendor spots available, so you can go to Sauceware.com to reach out if you want to be a part of this tournament. Should be a fun ride. I am stoked to go back home, play some beach volleyball, partnering up with my buddy Caleb Queckle for this one. So we're going to try to win some money. But again, registration at Sauceware.com for the players ends July 14th. So I will see you guys down in Navarre Beach, Florida. Let's get sauced. It's time to introduce you guys to a new sponsor of the show, Gooder Sunglasses. And these shades are $25 active sunglasses that don't slip, don't bounce, and are 100% polarized. Now, I'm rocking a ginger soul. They are hysterically all black, which <laughs> it's just a funny name. They have so many funny names for their shades. When you go on their website and you just scroll through it, you're going to find yourself laughing out loud. They got a ginger soul, the $9 pour over donkey goggles. They have some hysterical names and that's just a, it's a fun company. The glasses are lightweight. They're perfect. Try and I are super particular 
about the the types of sunglasses we wear. We, we've ranged everywhere from all the brand names you've heard. And now we're with Gooder and, and we honestly love them. You know, anytime we try out a new pair of sunglasses, the standards are very high where it, it has to be lightweight. They have to be flexible. They have to look good. They have to block out the sun and Gooder checks all of those boxes. They look good. They're fun. They're affordable, hundred percent polarized, super lightweight, super stylish, and they don't slip off your face. So if any of those things sound like something that you want, well, Gooder is the one for you. And if you want to support the show and support Gooder and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving our podcast listeners free shipping on your first order. That's right. You're getting free shipping from Gooder. So you can go to gooder.com slash sandcast. All right. That's gooder.com slash sandcast to get free shipping. And make sure that when you type in the code, you type in sandcast. That's all caps. So the code is sandcast with all caps. Okay, so Gooder offers also a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. We like all of those things. So find your pair at Gooder.com slash Sandcast to get free shipping today. So just go out. $25. Best pair of shades you will get for $25, hands down. Exactly. Which a huge shout-out to our listeners. A lot of them have been here since day one, and they're the whole reason that the show is as has been as successful as it is because i don't know about you but when we first started i didn't think it was going to be every wednesday for six plus years uh zero (laughs) no way and it's cool man going i haven't traveled internationally in a while but the first time i met uh marco kratiger Mm -hmm. remember i was in china made my first main draw and i was checking in and Kratiger was behind me, and he was like, are you Travis? He's like, I recognize your voice from the podcast. <laughs> and it was the coolest thing. And he was like, you've been following along your journey. Like, congrats. I know this has been a long ride. <laughs> yeah, wow. And it's cool going international. Like, Alex Brower came up to me in uh, Cape Town. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I have a book uh, for you to sign for me. And, like, they listen to the podcast. That's and Brower's like, you listen to the podcast. I read your newsletter read this like had the book i know it's so wild mike i i forget like i don't even think about i think of these guys as all my competitors yeah. and everything and then every once in a while like they like drop that they've been listening or whatever i'm like oh wow I've yeah been, i've been in your in your car speakers like, <laughs> you've been on your mind maybe a little bit yeah. it's just weird uh and even fans when we're going places all over the world yeah. where was i just uh um, latvia somewhere yeah some a fan comes up with volleyball for milkshakes has me sign it oh, sick. oh it was in ostrava okay i'm just like that's awesome yeah like, <laughs> it's so like the sick. coolest thing yeah <laughs> exactly uh so yeah and what i thought it was cool which speaking of ostrava i think you wrote the forward your forward on the way, on the back. way back from ostrava yeah i thought it was cool that we wrote very similar right forwards the ideas behind it yeah and so try and i didn't talk about what our forwards would be i just said hey write just how the past five years have been with the podcast what you pulled away from it that sort of thing and then i did the same i didn't send him my draft and then he sent me his and it was like the whole thing was just about how is a podcast for the players right. by the players like that was our original tagline and i think we've done a good job sticking with that right and it was cool that we we've stuck with that foundation of just being a promotional piece for right. the players yeah and it, and we've had a few people, I mean, decent amount of people be like, oh, like this, like you could tell they're like, this is my opportunity to like yeah. have my episode, yeah. you know? And that's like the coolest thing is we want the players, community, legends, you know, 
but it's mostly players have them take ownership in the podcast as well mm-hmm. and uh i think that's hard to do this too you know like it's easy to turn this into a business where like hey come on and get us downloads and get right. us bring us a bunch of this stuff um but we still luckily are giving off that vibe of like people want to do it for themselves or to share their knowledge with the community and whatnot. We're kind yeah. of just that buffer in between. And we have a lot more ideas. Like we do. It's crazy how, how you mentioned like so many of our ideas have come to life. Mm-hmm. Just, we, we throw out a ton of ideas. Right. Like, hey, well, we should do this one day. What do you think? <laughs> and, and we're just like, yeah, that's not going to go anywhere, but I love it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, those ideas have not slowed down. Like we got all kinds of ideas and our minds are even blowing like, whoa, if we can do, if we've gone this far, then imagine what we can do from here. (laughs) So the future is bright. And like we said, we're not paying ourselves out of the podcast. What we mean by that is we're making some funds. We're building up a fund from our awesome sponsors that we have and we're trying to reinvest it. So new ideas and new content uh, things, books, um we're just trying to grow this thing so we appreciate you guys being a part of this journey fans first right it's it's the listeners that players whoever it is listening to this that that makes it possible also shout out to volleyball mag from being a part of it from day one day one fine swag yeah ed chan yeah rest in peace yeah and volleyball mag and wilson wilson's been on board from the very beginning yeah it's like a staple too like they legitimize us because they're the ball they're the ball and they just sit right there and then so many other like authentic sponsors that have come on board like just like you know there's some podcasts where like you hear the sponsor you're like "Mm, you guys don't use that right whereas like come on yak water you think we don't use like every episode we're drinking it yeah athletic greens every morning every single morning yep on the road it's funny because every time I go somewhere, a bunch of my buddies that I don't see a whole lot. So uh, when I went to play Virginia with JD, mm. he's like, dude, can you please bring me some athletic greens? Mm. My so, sister had me bring her whole pack yeah. out. To, she's like, send it to Hawaii. I was like, that's expensive. So <laughs> she yeah. came out to a tournament and I brought her a whole a whole bag. Yeah, so I bring my dad. Whenever I go home, I bring my dad some AG1. Mm-hmm. Bring J- JD. AG1, that's right. Yeah, That's what rebranded. they're going by now. Yeah. But uh, JD, our exchange was he took me hunting and I gave him like a month's supply of AG1. Oh, perfect. And it was a fair change. Like, ammo costs this much. This is how much the typical like 30 day AG1 subscription would be. He's like, he was hunting. It works out. Perfect. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, perfect. We Cody got sunglasses Caldwell. now that yeah. we're repping. Good or sunglasses. Obviously, we wear sunglasses every day. Ice barrel. Yeah, I'm in the ice barrel every day, and I just put a sauna in right here outside the studio. So, the ice barrel, everything. Like, yeah, we only the only sponsors that we have are ones that we're pretty fired up about. Yeah, and and I, you know, I wouldn't even mind a money grab sponsor, but it just doesn't come to us. Really. <laughs> yeah, it's a small world. Yeah, and the good thing about the book too is that it's been tested. So we had Micah, Ma, and Zana. Oh, yeah. Uh, over for dinner. And so this was just sitting on the couch. And Micah just started flipping through it. He's like, dude, this is awesome. And like the whole night, whenever there was a breaking conversation, Micah would just flip through it. And here we got my boy, Big Will Hoey. 
Tim Brewster, and he just loved it. And I was like, you can have it. He goes, no. no. Like, That's too special. I was like, <laughs> we got a lot for people exactly like exactly, you, Micah. Yeah. <laughs> who will actually use it and read it. Yeah. yeah. And who will hopefully be on the show soon. Yeah, we got to get that guy We got to get him before he goes to Turkey. Guy's one of a kind. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you can get the book. Amazon. Goodreads. Yep. And, and if you uh, do get it... Um, We'd love it if you gave us a little shout out on social or something like that, or, yeah. or a review on Amazon would be ideal. Just help us to keep growing, and like we said, we're we're gonna keep investing back into the pod. So the more help we can get from you guys to share it and spread it, uh, get it's actually a perfect gift book because, like I said, it's like that coffee table book. If anyone likes volleyball, like I can't imagine they wouldn't want this book on the yeah. coffee table. And even even beyond volleyball, I mean, most right everything in here. There's a few specific volleyball stories right. and piece of advice, but I would say eighty-five to ninety percent is just really good, sound life advice right. from people who are the absolute best at what they do. Especially like, if, I think it'd be perfect for the people who want to kind of understand the sport and like know that it exists. So like. If a player were to share it with their grandparents or their aunts and uncles and and, and they really like that yeah. the, I feel like reading this would make someone fall in love with the sport mm-hmm. like those people that like are interested in it but kind of want to know what it's all about like boom this is this is what what the players are about this is what the sport's about and uh yeah it's sweet yeah and if you do get the book bring it to Manhattan bring it to Chicago We'll be happy to sign it. Oh, for sure. Do whatever you need. I'm sure that we'll probably do something at some sort of book signing at some point mm-hmm. event. Um, we'll figure that out. But anytime you want to bring it by, happy to sign it. Send a little message. You guys are the reason that we keep going. Hell yeah. Thanks for the support, everyone. Two time author, Tribe Born. <laughs> See, I surround myself with the right people and they just carry me. Good work, brother. Good work, homie. Hell yeah. There we go. Woo! Shoots. Shoots. <laughs>